Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, we're starting a new book today, uh, the book of Joshua. This is the sixth book of the Old Testament. It follows right on the heels of the Torah, which were written by Moses. And the book of Joshua, the authorship is uh, traditionally ascribed to either Joshua or Aaron's son, Eliezer, or a combination of the two. And so there may have been some notes from Joshua and some additions and some corrections and formatting from Eliezer, we don't know. But those are the two traditional authors. It was written sometime around 1390 B.C., after the death of Moses and after the events that are contained within the narrative itself, with some later additions, perhaps by redactors down through the the years, early on after this was written. It's a historical narrative. Uh, In other words, it, it recounts Uh, literal historical events. It's not poetic. It's not prophetic per se, although there are some aspects that are that way. It's primarily historical. So this is an account of the conquest of Canaan. That's primarily what it's about. And so the background is the entire Torah, the five books of Moses and the transition of leadership from Moses to Joshua. In Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 38, concerning this transition, we read, Joshua, the son of Nun, who stands before you, Moses, he shall go in there, encourage him, for he shall cause Israel to inherit it, talking about the promised land. So the Lord charged Moses that Joshua was to be his successor. He told Moses to encourage him, and he did. He, he was a, uh, the best mentor perhaps you could have for 40 years. Joshua studied at the feet of Moses, and um, the impartation to him was substantive in many different ways. Ultimately, Moses was commanded in Deuteronomy chapter 34 to lay hands on Joshua. And we read in verse 9, Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands on him. So there was an impartation of the Holy Spirit from Moses um, to his successor, to Joshua. And then the children of Israel were aware of all this. They were led to respect Joshua by virtue of the fact that Moses had told all of them that Joshua was to be his successor. Joshua was the Lord's man. Joshua had been chosen. Joshua had been mentored, and he was ready to lead. And so today, we're going to get into the book where uh, this leadership starts to take place. So as his chosen successor, he's going to lead Israel into the promised land. In chapter 5, He has an encounter with someone the Bible identifies as the captain of the Lord's army or the captain of the Lord's host. This is a very interesting being. Some believe he's an angelic being. Some believe that he is the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. And so we'll talk about that when we get to chapter 5. The Battle of Jericho is contained in the book of Joshua. Uh, We'll start with the conquest of Jericho pretty early on, and then the culmination comes in chapter 6. And it involves a woman named Rahab, uh, who the Bible calls Rahab the harlot. This Rahab the harlot is a very interesting person in terms of the Lord's redemptive plans for people who cooperate with him, because she starts out as a prostitute in the narrative. But she ends up in the book of Matthew in the New Testament as one of the human ancestors of Jesus Christ himself. And so her redemption by the Lord and by Israel is complete. Uh, But we'll encounter her while she's still a, um, a citizen of this city that was to be conquered, Jericho, and um, she's still 
a woman of questionable character, but the Lord has plans for her, and and uh, we'll read all about that. Joshua renews the covenant when they enter the promised land at Mount Ebal. At a certain point during a battle, he commands the sun to stand still, and uh, this is one of the greatest miracles contained in the Bible. That's in chapter 10. We'll talk about that. Uh, he partially completes the conquest of Canaan and helps to distribute the land to the 12 tribes. And ultimately, Joshua is buried in the last chapter of the book, and we'll cover all of that. And so today, let's begin uh, with the book of Joshua in Joshua chapter 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give them. To the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I had promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will ever be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you will be careful to do everything that is written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua ordered the officers of the people, Go through the camp and tell the people, Get your provisions ready. Three days from now you will cross the Jordan to go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God is giving you for your own. But to the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of the Jordan. But all of your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest, as he's done for you. And until they, too, have taken possession of the land, the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your own land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan toward the sunrise. Then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will fully obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. And so Joshua rises up in this chapter. The Lord said to Joshua in verse 1, Uh, Moses, my servant, is dead. He's stating the obvious. But then he says, now you rise up and get these people across the Jordan River. And he makes this promise, or he affirms the promise he had previously given to Moses. He said, every place you put your foot, I will give you. 
And so the Lord um, gave Joshua personal assurances. He went on in verse five to say, no one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And then verse six, be strong and courageous. Now this is spoken many times. In verse seven, he says again, be strong and courageous. In verse nine, he says again, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Why? Because the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He'll never leave you. And so this impartation of of courage, we need that, friends. This assurance that the Lord gave Joshua that he would never leave him, we need to be reminded of that as well, because we have those precious promises too. Our God will never leave us. And so Joshua assumed command and ordered the officers of the people to go through the the camp, get everybody ready. And he told them three days from now, you're going to go into the promised land. And then um, they answered Joshua, verse 16. They said, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will fully obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. And so the the impartation of courage initially was from the Lord. Now the commanders impart courage to Joshua. They say, essentially, we recognize that you are God's chosen man. We recognize your instructions. We will do exactly what you've said. And our only requirement is, Joshua, that you be strong and courageous as the Lord has spoken. And so, friends, I want to pray over that, but I want to pray for us because we are living in perilous times. Many people are afraid for various reasons. We need an impartation of courage from the Lord. And so, Holy Spirit of God, I just call on you now to impart courage to your people. And I say to those listening, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and very courageous because the Lord your God will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Lord, we thank you that your precious promises are true. We have nothing to fear when you're with us. Lord, be with us now. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.